So you have to remember professional versus a student athlete, right? Sure. Professional, that's your job. You get to focus yeah. on that 24 seven with no other distractions other than your personal life and your families and things like that. But in college, it's not just softball. It's not just baseball. Yeah. You have to also create balance. You're handling the pressures of failing an exam, passing an exam, uh, finding your identity, creating your relationships, right. your personal life, trying to keep up with still seeing your family. gentlemen welcome to episode four of behind the dish with jamie walbach i'm your host casey honigbaum we're without justin today he's on vacation in warmer weather but i am joined <laughs> by jamie walbach um and jamie i mean you guys uh at east stroudsburg over there nice little double header yesterday are the vibes high coming off of that those couple of wins how's the team feeling how are you feeling on this friday morning <laughs> It, that's great. The, the, the team's playing really good softball right now. Um, you know, we come off our Florida travel, a lot of home games, and then you get on the road and it's tough to play on the road and they come away with two wins and just playing really good softball. So we're feeling pretty good and uh, we just want to keep momentum and keep playing ball. That's all you can hope for. That's all you can hope for. And I, I know we, we talked about this shortly before we hopped on here, but I think, you know, you guys have had to deal with this especially a little bit at least so far this year but it's something that a lot of a lot of players have to deal with and I know that it, it gets talked about a lot um, how important a routine is but then it's also you know not, you can't always control that routine and there are there are times where that routine has to get broken and learning how to deal with um, you know a change in routine is very important as a young athlete. I'm get you know, especially as a college athlete, sure. what can you say to that where, you know, you might have, you know, we've got some kids watching and, and, you know, they might be, you know, dealing with some of that there, uh, you know, in their own ways, or, you know, maybe they're going to have to deal with that in their future. What, the, what are some of the ways that you as a coach and maybe going back to your playing days, how did you deal with changes in routine and schedule to, sure. to kind of stay yeah. Yeah, I think I think we're kind of uh unique in a sense being a spring sport, softball, baseball. I think like routine doesn't really follow for our sports in a sense. Um yeah. you know, we're we're dictated so much by weather. Um so we don't really get in a routine. We just take it a day at a time and that's kind of how we, you know, approach the situation. We have to like right now we're trying to figure out what are we going to do this weekend? Like there's potential rain early next week. Should we move our games? You know, so I think when we're in season, you know, the focus players, which our team is, is really focused right now. We kind of take it a day at a time. We don't look too far ahead because we do change a lot. Um, so, you know, most importantly is that their academic day is, you know, structured and the routine is for the academics. But for the softball piece, I think we're always playing with Mother Nature and it's so unpredictable with weather. Um, for us, we just take it a day at a time and, and you know, we, we uh, make a schedule based on that. You know, it's a, it's a little different, too? like in the fall, you know, you're playing some indoors, some outdoors, you give them a weekly right. plan, it's academics, you fit softball in, but, um, mm. you know, when it comes to your spring season, like, I think our athletes growing up playing softball, playing baseball, they're so used to weather and making the changes, but yeah. they're pretty strong, like up here, I think, 
Um, you know, they're, they're tough kids. Like you got to give, you know, some kudos to the players because they don't have a routine right now. They have to take yeah. it a day at a time. And, and I think that that, you know, it, it speaks a lot, you know, and volumes on the athletes on how, how strong that they really are, you know, just to be able to put in a day at a time versus looking at a week at a time because we're in season. So the focus mm. on our sport is, is, is really pretty awesome. Um, and I think it's unique compared to other sports where I think they have a little bit more of a set schedule, an indoor sport sure. or playing in the evenings. We have a lot of class conflicts. Um, so I think that our kids not only, you know, do a great job playing the sport, but big picture, what's going to set them up for life skills moving forward for their careers. Um, it's, it's teaching them so much of adversity and challenges and just going with the schedule and making a day plan and attacking it a day at a time. And they do a really great job at that. That's awesome. I think what you said there is super important, taking it a day at a time, not mm -hmm. only with, you know, having to deal with changes in, in your routine and all of sure. that sort of thing, but just with training in general and all of that, that sort of thing. I think it's, it's really important. But when you look at um, one of the things that I also wanted to talk to you about, I don't know if you, it, I'm sure you probably had a chance to see some of it, but with the World Baseball Classic happening recently and all of the, um, you know, the focus being paid to, um, uh, you know, international play, international baseball. Well, I want to ask you first, did you have an opinion on, on that, on that whole situation? What were, I don't know if you had a chance to see some of the highlights, some of the games. What did you think about all of that? I saw some of it, but I didn't get to, you know, be as focused on it as I'd like because we're mm -hmm. in season. So for me, all sure, that course. matters is us being in season and it's like Absolutely. the world shut down because all we do is focus <laughs> on season. So, um, you know, I, I stay kind of neutral on that. I, I love baseball. I love the international game. I, you know, yeah. I, I think it was awesome just the way it finished, you know, the, the pitcher batter duel there. And, um, but I, I, I don't really have any comment on it. I'd, I'd rather stay neutral. <laughs> That's okay. I the reason I ask is because I think um it just as a you know as a baseball fan it did it's seeming like it's already starting to do so much for the game and I wonder do you think that that could have a, a similar impact with the game of softball. I know you have a lot of experience with international softball and I know there is obviously there's international we talked to Monica Abbott and she was on the USA team. Do you think that there could be um I mean, I guess, could international softball, do you think, take a similar stage? And do you think, what are the steps maybe, do you think, to sort of, you know, start to grow the game on the international level? Or maybe it, maybe it already is and, and we just don't know it yet. What, what does that look like? Yeah, the game's definitely growing. I think it's growing all over the world. Um, you know, it always comes yeah. down to resources and funding, so it's a little bit different in sure. softball. And, of course, we'd want as much support as possible to keep growing the game. Um, but we do have world champions, uh, world championships. Sometimes they're played in the USA. Sometimes they're outside mm -hmm. the country. We have all the youth programs coming up. I know with USA Softball, um, which where they're really trying to grow the game internationally as well, is um, they started an HPP program. So it's like a farm system and a development system to lead to the national team, which is really cool. We haven't had that in the past. It's very, very new in the last year. Um, so it's, you know, going to be at every age group. And the goal is that it's, you know, you're selected by region across the country. Um, gotcha. And then the goal is, you know, if you make the 12U team, the 13U team, the 14U team, um, the goal is that you eventually come through 
the farm system to make the national team at every age, whether it's the 15U World Cup or, you know, whether it be the world championships with the national team. So I think that in itself is showing that the younger ages internationally of uh, the international game is growing, which will ultimately help the older, you know, national teams. Um, big That's fantastic. It's it's interesting because I think and even just watching that and I know we we talked about this on a on a previous episode but um, watching the the passion that you know some of the fans like in Japan and in um, obviously in the Dominican Republic and Puerto Rico the passion is insane but when they were playing some of the games in Japan I mean the fans there are I mean they that is their national pastime in Japan. I mean, we say it's the national pastime here, but you know, it really is the national pastime there. Are there countries for softball in particular? Cause I know you've played all around the world where, you know, and I know like, obviously there are, there are pockets of the country here where softball's massive and massive and, and, and it's the same with, with any sport, but are there other countries where you think that in your experience or maybe things you've heard where softball is, I mean, it's the top dog or it's a different, almost a different level of intensity or excitement around the game. Have you seen that in your, in your career? Well, I'd like to say we're the best in USA. <laughs> yes, um, that's but, right. That's right. That's but, right. But Japan is also, you know, they're amazing. They've gotten gold medals at the Olympics and uh, yeah. they're, they're amazing. They have a, a great professional league and some of our, you know, uh, top, United States players go over there and play, you know, professionally and you know, mm -hmm. around the world, there's, there's, uh, you know, some, some countries that really have some good talent. They all have a little bit of talent, you know, it just, it really comes down to the development programs leading up to the, the talent. Um, but yeah, Japan is very, very good. Um, Italy is very, you know, known for strong softball. Um, Holland is very strong for softball. Um, Ooh. you know, get European countries, they're all kind of growing. And what's really neat, um, is, you know, a lot of Americans have some dual citizenship so they can help in other countries grow the game. Yeah. Um, so that, that's been really awesome to see that because, um, you know, some just don't have the resources to be able to grow the great, grow the game. But, you know, with all the education that we get over here and the talent that we have, when anytime we can, you know, plant some of our players in other countries and grow the game, I think that's where the benefit and the reward comes. But yeah, there's definitely some countries that, um, you know, are, are really strong in softball. And, uh, but yeah, I'd like to say that, you know, it's, it's our, we're, we're a powerhouse in it too across the country. And, that's right. Um, it's pretty awesome. But yeah, it, it comes down to a lot of times USA, um, and Japan fighting it out, but, uh, also Australia yeah. is very good in softball. They had a really good mm. run for the, the last few years and, and have, you know, a lot of, um, softball and, and development there. Um, but yeah, I, I love seeing the game grow. So, yeah, it, it's, it's so cool. And I, one of the interesting things, especially learning about, um, the sport in Japan is, and I don't, I'm, I'm, guessing it's probably the same way with softball but when they when they practice some of the things that I've learned is and I'm not saying that we don't obviously it's not that we don't do that here but it's like the fundamentals are like if you are not and this is something that I noticed watching the world baseball I mean they were bunting which is something that the USA team does not do you know what I mean like they're going up there and swinging for the and not that they're just swinging for the fences but like it's a big part of the game is the power and obviously they got power hitters in Japan but it's like they bunted and I saw that and I was like I don't think the USA team had any idea what to do with that almost because it's like how much do they practice bunt defense necessarily because in the big leagues no one's bunting you know what I mean so I wondered if in softball too 
is it kind of like that where it's like the fundamentals over there is is the the key and not that it isn't here of course but I mean the key and it's like you hear about the way that they practice six seven hours a day they're practicing is it that same way with softball where it's like you are honing your skill and you have to be so fundamentally sound to be out there on the team uh, on the field for Team Japan I found that just fascinating to hear about. I think that's with any sport, but I, I do sure. believe, you know, in Japan, like the, the discipline of the sport yeah. is, is pretty excessive and it's awesome and they have proven success and it works. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think here we play a lot more games than we do practice. It's kind of changed a little right. bit, um, you know, uh, in our game and the goals of it in our development programs. But uh, I mean, if you want to be great at something, practice, right? You got to practice, practice, practice to be great at something. Yeah. And, and, you know, we talk about baseball and bunt defense and bunting. I mean, that softball, that's sure. our game. I mean, oh, yeah, softball, it's such a, a fast game. You, you have to execute bunts to manufacture runs and, yeah. and move base runners and scoring positions. So um, I just think that, you know, how Japan is, is training and practicing, we also simulate that here. But if you want to be great at anything yeah. in a sport fundamentally and mechanically, Mechanics, practice proves success and you got to put in the process it, it brings up an even more interesting conversation i think because we, i've had this conversation we, we talked about this with you on on it was either our first or second episode and then we talked about the same thing with with jason grilly and it goes both ways because and i wanted i'm curious to know what you think about this because it, it almost seems like there's two different sides of it where you look at you know the only way you're going to get better for the most part is by practicing, sure. obviously. And, and, and people know that, but, but then it's also like there are certain game situations that you can only know and you can only experience by playing in a game. You know, there's so, there's only so many things that practice can, can simulate. And I, I remember, um, one of a, a tournament that I was playing, um, in when I was in high school travel tournament in the summer and we got our, my team got our, we got our butts kicked and we just, I, it, it was, and it wasn't like, you know, it wasn't the, I remember my coach pulled us aside after and he was just like, look guys, like physical errors are one thing. Those are going to happen. But we were making a lot of mental mistakes, just like silly things, like not, you know, knowing where to be in position for cutoffs, things like bunt defense, like we just talked about. I mean, there were situations where we just looked like we had no idea what we were doing out there. And he was like, look, and he's like, part of this is, you know, he's like, part of it, I don't blame you guys for because you guys didn't grow up like I grew up where, you know, we would every day after school, we would go to a baseball field and play yeah. or, you know, we would, it, we weren't necessarily having these super structured practices with coaches all the time. We were, we learned the game by playing the game. Sure. So where do you think that balance is for you? Where do you lie on that? Where, you know, you kind of have to balance or, or do you think there should be a balance between playing the game as much as you can and learning from those in-game situations, but then also making sure that you are practicing the fundamentals because sure. it is such an important part of the game? Well, I think in college softball, um, you know, we're kind of seasonal what we train when we train it. So, you know, in the fall, you're kind of focusing more on like the mechanical stuff, your foundation, like what makes your program great, um, you know, and some of the goals and personal goals. Um, so I think your practices are a little bit different in the fall than you would approach a practice in the spring where you're doing more game management and kind of managing gotcha. the defenses and different types of situational stuff. So I think mm -hmm. that, you know, for college, 
we're, we're getting to practice every single day and, you know, we're seasonal with the mechanical training versus, you know, the team management training and defensive philosophies and offensive strategies. Um, so I think, yeah. you know, we have the good fortune of having the student athletes, you know, for, for a full year, not summers and not winters, but a full year to be able to, you know, build that foundation over the four year period or potentially five years with our student athletes. Um, but I think that goes a long way, um, you know, because you have to be able to, you know, uh, practice the situational stuff. And yes, you're correct. Like yeah. Some of it doesn't happen until it's a game situation. But sure. I think every practice you can create and simulate those situations. The the piece that's missing sometimes at practice is the pressure. It's hard to yeah. it's hard to produce the pressure. Like we could scrimmage all day long within our team, but to get that right. adrenaline rush and that pressure and you know, after an error to, you know, do you feel bad about it? It's like, oh, let's just just hit me another one. I'll make up for it. You don't have that mm -hmm. in a game. Um, so I think, you know, that's that mental piece that comes in and, and also just how do you create that pressure? And that's going to come from the games and that's what you learn from the games. What over your, over your career, because you know, I'm sure that you were in plenty of pressure packed situations, not only, you know, growing up in high school, but in college and in, in the pros, what are some of the best ways, you know, for kids listening who, you know, maybe are dealing with that themselves and want to know what's because it's, you know, as the game, as softball has evolved, you know, the mental side of the sure. game is such an important piece. Um, I mean, you can be as well honed on, on your physical game as, as possible, but if you don't have the mental side locked down, you're not going to be as successful as you can be. So what are, are, is there, I know a lot of people talk about having, you know, some people have like a, like a mental uh, routine that they'll go through maybe pre-pitch. Um, I know you were a catcher where the, and maybe, and you know, with hitting before you step in the box, whether it's something like that, what were some of the things that helped you mentally, um, as you went about your career? I, I, I mean, that, that's tough. That's a tough, uh, it's, it's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough question. To yeah. <laughs> I wish there was like one solution and it was like, this is right. the answer, right? Like that mental, and piece, I'm sure it changed as your everybody career went on the game differently. Right. Like if right. a coach gets in my face, like I'm going to respond to that where like, if you get into another student athletes, you know, like that's not going to work for them. So I think right. every athlete, um, manages that pressure, um, and the anxiety differently. Uh, but I think big picture right now, I think the game has changed a little bit um, from, you know, when I played to today. And we talked about that on okay. a previous call. I think that yes. um, we talk about the mental game. The mental game hasn't changed, but the mental health of our athletes have changed. Mm. And I think that is okay. because we have so many resources. We have social sure. media. Um, you know, we have technology. We have video. So you can go back and look at something. You can compare yourself. There's there's just so many resources um, that it's hard to just like stay focused, I think. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the big piece is trying to teach your student athletes confidence, because I think with the confidence yeah. is how you can cope with the mental piece. Um, and that's what we try to do a good job with at practice. And that's where I think the repetition becomes the piece of confidence so that mm -hmm. when you go into a game, you're confident in what was you were struggling in. And yeah, you know, sport, it's it, it's softball it's it's unique there it's built with a lot of adversity a lot of failure you know we look at the big picture of hey you go up to bat let's say you go three out of ten at bats you get a hit well that's a 300 batting average that's very good but yeah. if, if a student athlete goes to on a quiz and gets a three out of ten they just failed big time but we have to tell our athletes hey you just failed seven times at an at bat but you produced three times and that's good and they're like that's not good because they're <laughs> you know they're wired to 
get a 10 out of 10. So I think that's right. the piece that we're working with. And it, it's a challenge. And I can't do it myself. And I have a wonderful staff that, you know, we're all, we all complement each other very well um, at ESU. Yeah. But I also think that our athletes need that mental health coaching piece. Um, you know, and I think every everybody across the country is looking for that void to fill it. Um, so mm. I think we do do a good job with, you know, my, our focus is the confidence piece and, and rebounding, um, you know, from failure. But I think it's a lot harder today than it has been in the past because there's a lot more resources, factors that play into it that we didn't have. Yeah. Um, sure. So. It, so I think I, you know, for me, I, I think it's different. Of course, I was down, but you didn't, you didn't, you didn't have to compare it to anything. You couldn't look at video. You just had to wake right. up the next day and do a better job at it, you know. But now you could like go back, look at a video, you know. You could be in your head like, why did I do that? Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Where like we right. just got over it faster, I think. And it, again, it comes down yeah. to yeah, resources. Yeah. It, it's so, it's so interesting uh -huh. because it, it really is a good point when you talk about you know the the amount of it, it kind of goes both ways because it's like I you hear people talk about um you know you have no excuse not to be better because of all these resources sure. you have but then at the same time at you the talk same time, about you have too much <laughs> exactly too much, too much Exa clutter up here you have to file it and like use it and yeah. know when to put it away and when to utilize it and that that's hard to do. It really is, especially, especially for younger athletes. Especially, you yeah. have to remember, professional versus a student athlete, right? Professional, sure. that's your job. You get to focus yeah. on that 24-7 with no other distractions other than your personal life and your families and things like that. But in college, it's not just softball. It's not just baseball. Yeah. You have to also create balance. You're handling the pressures of failing an exam, passing an exam, uh, finding your identity, creating your relationships, right. your personal life, trying to keep up with still seeing your family. So I think the pressures <laughs> as a student athlete is so far compared to a professional athlete, not saying that professional athletes don't have pressure. They do. Of course. But the distractions, I think, are just, you know, that that's your job. That's your career. And a student athlete, it's very neat because you're multitasking many different roles. Um, and that's why it's like, it's really unique to be a student athlete. It's tough. It's, it's got its highs and it's got its lows, but we have to, the key is find the middle ground, find the balance. That's the key. Um, I'm so, I'm so glad you said that because it is so, it's so true how I, I remember hearing, um, a college coach talk about this. I can't remember can't put my finger. I think it was, um, might've been the Vanderbilt head coach talking about this, but he was, and it's very similar to what you just said, where it's like, there, there might almost not be a harder level to play your sport at than college, right? because it's like, you're so like, you're balancing all the things that you said. And then at the same time, it's like, you're constantly looking behind you at you know the freshman or sophomore at your position sure. and then actively your coach is recruiting people for that same position and that's just so that it's almost like pressure identity right and everything else that you have on your platter i mean ultimately what's the most important it's not softball right it's the academics and sure. it's, it's setting yeah. you up for your career and your future so it's like you fail an exam during the day right like obviously you yeah. don't want them failing exams but it happens right, you right, have right, a bad right. test a bad quiz now you got to come to softball or your sport and like flip that switch off and put another switch on and do great. Right. <laughs> like that's the expectation. Right. Pretend but you didn't it's, just it's fail really an exam earlier that happy in the day. Balance, but also yeah. as a coach, being conscious to that, because I think that yeah. 
that's what makes great coaching is that you you help understand your athletes what they need in certain moments and certain times and big picture yeah. understand what they're going through in a day it, it, yeah I, I think that that's something that every coach should should hear and see because it's just like it, it almost I feel like sometimes some coaches can forget about the fact that you know these are young sure. adults who are going through a lot of changes. And we laugh about it because, like, you, you know, you think big right. picture, it does happen. Like, gotta win the game, gotta yeah. win the game, let's go, let's play, let's right, play, exactly. let's play. Right, but, like, even right. for us, we get home late last night, 10, 11 o'clock, they got to wake up, go to class, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, that's yeah. their job in a sense. And, um, yeah. you know, it's a lot because they're still young and they're still learning how to, like, shape up a career and, and time management and, you know, discipline yep. and, and all the responsibilities that go with it. But... It's also what sets you up for an ultimate career because what, what, you know, um, you know, career would not want to hire an athlete that's already been through what you're going to try to teach them. Right. Yeah. So that's, yeah. that's the benefit and the reward reward. Big picture is we're ultimately setting them up for an amazing career with all those factors that go into what is so difficult and what's so great about being a student athlete. Uh, we're setting them up for all those amazing, you know, uh, responsibility, time, timelines, you know, time management, mm -hmm. all of that. Like these student athletes do such a great job that they're ready to go for their careers. And that, that's the reward from coaching, Absolutely. right? Seeing your athletes grow into a career. They're ready. Mm -hmm. Get them for four years, you shape them up and they're ready. You're not going to remember all yeah. the wins and losses when you missed the ball, when you struck out, um, you know, when you had that home run, but you're going to remember <laughs> I was late to that practice or whatever it may be. And what you have to learn <laughs> yep. and rebound from it to take those values with you to your next career in a sense. Um, but that's yeah. the reward as a coach, like seeing these fine young women, like grow up to women and, and yeah. be able to, you know, have these amazing careers and, and, and do a great job. So that's the, that's the reward. That's, that's incredible. It, it, you make a, a good point there. There's never, I don't think I will ever forget the feeling of no waking up knowing that you slept past your 6 a.m. <laughs> alarm for lift in the morning and knowing oh my god yeah i now have to get to lift but i'm, I'm fair I'm, I'm, a, yeah. I'm a coach where i'm fair yeah, i course. get it i yeah. get big pictures so <laughs> i always tell him listen i get it you don't feel good one day you're not feeling it and if it happens yeah. once okay even twice in a year but Anything sure. that becomes a pattern, late to study hall patterns, right. you know, late to lift patterns, mm -hmm. that's when we have to intervene. It's the pattern, right? Mm -hmm. I, I, I try yep. to create, you know, that workplace of what's real in our workforce. And, and that's that's reality. Like once in a while, you, you just you're not feeling it. OK, I'd rather you not have a bad workout and show up. Let's, you know, just give it, take a personal day, right? It's a personal day. So I coach that 100%. way as well with our student athletes. But patterns, that's when we engage. And that's usually there the student go. athlete that needs some help and some direction anyway. Sure. But sure. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's a great, it's a great point. I think, um, uh, and, and I think too, you know, not only being a student athlete, but softball and and like baseball too when you talk about what you talked about earlier you know in softball you get three hits out of ten at bats and you're the be you're one of the better players on the team uh you know you do that for a career you're a hall of famer sure. in a sense and it's like there's no other sport like that where no. you know failing the majority of the time is almost good right you know what i mean and so it teaches you so much Yep. I, I always say, and it's like not to get too deep, but I think softball can teach you a lot about life, 
you know, because it's just handling adversity and failure is a part of your daily routine sure. that so many other, that so many other sports can't say the same thing and not to put those down, but it's just, it, that's how it is. So yeah. it's, that's, it's incredible. But that's, the great, but, that's the greatness of sport, right? That's why we do it. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. the, the mm-hmm. tough part is the highs and lows and managing yeah. it and trying to stay in the middle. Yep. That's the toughest part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Well, before we get going here, there's a video that's been floating around the internet that I want to show you and get your thoughts on because you it's directly involved with the catching position. And I think that you will I want to I've been very curious to see your thoughts okay. on this. So let me know if you can see this. Does involve an umpire? This does not, okay. but can you see this video all right? Uh yeah. It's a little blurry, but is I it can a little see blurry? It. Yep. Okay, all right. As long as you could see it, I'm going to play it and try and so okay. it doesn't blow out our speakers here. Here we go. All right. I, I, I watched that I and I immediately thought of you. What was the final outcome? Was she safe? I, she was safe. Yeah. yeah. I thought she went out of the baseline. But you I, don't, I mean, I know it's behind home that, plate, right? but... Yeah, I saw that and I thought the outcome was that she was safe. Um, I saw yeah. that, but that's a unique play. It doesn't happen all the time. I was going to say, that's not one of those where you can simulate in, no, the, uh, sometimes in you practice. Something like that, or, you know, there's often videos that, you know, go around where like a catcher goes down to make the tag and the mm-hmm. base runner jumps over the catcher and is safe. I've seen that too. Right. Um, it's just, it's, it's instinct on a player. I, I find that really, you know, uh, pretty amazing just watching it because that's the instinct of an athlete and how she responded to that play as the base runner. I, I'm mm-hmm. like, hey, uh, you know, anytime you see something like that, it's like, I want that player on my team, right? If they can respond there, to yeah. the game like that, yeah, yeah, that yeah. quickly, you think, wow, like what, what is their game sense in certain situations? But yeah, that's kind of unique. I think that call could have went either way. I thought she mm-hmm. was safe. I saw that on the bus actually on the way to one of our trips. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's not something you really teach. <laughs> but... Hey, if it works, it works, right? It's not a play you're going to see every day, but if it works and you produce a run, good good on the student athlete and, and great, great. Absolutely. Well, I think that's a great that's a great place to end it here, right at the right just about at the thirty minute mark. This has been fantastic. Um, this talk that we had today, especially a lot of a lot of the things just about student athletes and the the mental mindset and all that goes into that and coaching, and I think it's just a really important conversation to continue to have. So, Jamie, thank you for taking the time out. I know it was a late night trip last night and getting back and getting up early and doing this with us. So we really appreciate it. I thank love talking so the game, Casey. I, I enjoy this. So thank you for having me. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those of you out there, be sure to follow, follow us, uh, top 100 sports, subscribe to the YouTube channel, follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple podcasts, get more of Jamie, um, and more of all of our, all of our other great shows and the content that we put out here. So Jamie, we can't wait to talk to you next week and, uh, we'll see all of you soon.